0: Hey, it's Mark Harbert, and you've just tuned in to the Fearless Influencer Podcast. Get ready for turbocharged tips, and insider secrets from today's online rock stars. Strap in, because this episode is about to take off. Question is, what is attraction marketing? And this is kind of a definition I think I put together a little bit, combined with some other stuff, but to really describe it. But it's the art of positioning yourself in front of your perfect prospect, as the go to person in your particular niche or expertise the basis is understanding the basis of understanding attraction marketing is from a human psychology standpoint attraction attraction is psychological okay it really is like there's a reason why uh people feel attracted and i don't when i say attracted i don't necessarily mean in the sense of hey you know they're real cute you know i'm not talking about that i'm talking about why you feel the need to listen to somebody while you, why you feel the need to follow somebody or follow their advice or follow their, you know, what they share or what they teach. You know, you feel like you're getting value from that person. So when you do that, you then want to listen to what they say, you put into practice what they say and you get results based on what they're teaching. Okay. There's, we look at all kinds of people like that. You know, that there's why, this is why people follow celebrities and we'll talk about that. So a few questions, imagine having people hunt you down rather than you chasing them about your business. It's a very simple concept. This is nothing new. You know, this has been around for a long, long time, even before the online marketing world came around. How would your business change if you could be selective on who you work with? That to me is one of the greatest things in the world. Okay. What if you could tap into the same attraction factor celebrities have with their fans? Okay. And this is something very, very important. So here's where you see attraction. Rock stars surrounded by groupies. Okay. These are kind of crazy, you know, examples, but you know, when you're around a rock star, I remember I met a couple of my, uh, you know, when I was younger, I met a couple of, um singers, celebrities. Um I met a couple people in bands. I was a huge like 80s metal fan. I remember when I went, I met Ricky Rocket from the group Poison. Really cool guy. Just kind of starstruck, you know? Just meeting somebody who I love listening to their music. So rock stars are like that. Like you want to be around them. You want to do that. Celebrities with raving fans. You know, it's like, you know, there's certain actors or actresses that you you like. And why is it that you are attracted to what they do? You love how they are. Like one of my favorite actors is Tom Cruise. Like I love watching Tom Cruise movies, you know, I, and, uh, so I'll always check out movies that he's in, you know, things like that. Uh, unfortunately the jerk who has girls chasing him down left and right, like that's true. There's an attraction thing there. Why is that? Yeah. There's psychological stuff. Even the ice cream man driving through a neighborhood with the music going. (laughs) That is really the essence of attraction. The ice cream man has something they want. So they're chasing him down. Okay. That's what it is. So it's a fact humans find people attractive or unattractive based on the value that we provide or the based on the value that we believe they can provide for us. Essentially, we believe that we empower ourselves by association with these individuals and that a little bit of their attractiveness will rub off on us, therefore increasing our personal value. So that is really what attraction is about. You know, um, you know, we, we want to be associated with that person. You know, you ever notice, um, somebody says, Hey, I really love this music. Hey, I know him. I went to school with him. You know, you'll hear people say that because Why? Because there's a there's a sense of value with that connection. You see, Um, I I love that. And that's that's really what it is, what attraction is. And when you look at it, like, how do I do that in my business? We're going to talk about that uh, in a little bit. So attraction essentially is leadership. Human beings have a subconscious attraction to those that display leadership qualities. And uh, the personal value a leader has attracts people to them that seek the same. To become attractive to others, you must become a leader that they want to follow. So when you are talking about you know automating your business, one of the best ways for you to do that is through the power of video. And you know I know video is not always something everybody's willing to do. But I'll tell you what, the thing that separates the the you know the people that succeed and don't succeed in online marketing are the ones that are willing to get on video and willing to share value through the power of video. It's a it's a medium that that you know um communicates like no other. Why do you think video has been such a huge part of the online marketing world? I mean right now TikTok and short videos are, you know, massively popular, you know, they're massively popular and, and it's video, you know, so we really, you know, can create connection through video. And, um, you know, it's been uh, it's a very, very powerful thing. So when we're talking about automation, a lot of the automation you're going to do is going to be video based because that's what has the ability to create connection and really drive, uh, people down the path or down the journey that you want. Okay. So when it comes to attraction marketing, there are three distinct states of mind. All right. One is the beta. Okay. And the beta is a careful person who avoids risk and confrontation or lacks the physical presence, charisma, and confidence of alphas. Okay. So the idea of a beta is somebody who tends to be a little bit timid, very shy, you know, doesn't like to, you know, cause, uh, you know, any, uh, any problems that kind of want to get along with everybody. Um, I have a little bit of beta in me. I'll be honest with you. I like to get along with people that doesn't always happen, but I think all of us have a little bit of all of these that I'm going to share with you in us, but that's the beta. And then you have the pre alpha state of mind, which is a beta in transition to the alpha state. So it's kind of like the midway point. You know, you're outside of your comfort zone a little bit. Uh, You're, um, you're, you're, you know, there's things you're certain you're definitely not comfortable with. Most of us are kind of in this pre-alpha state. Okay. Again, all of us have a little bit of these. Anybody who says they don't have some beta characteristics, they're lying. (laughs) We all have pre-alpha and then we can have alpha, uh, which obviously is the next one. Alpha states of mind and an alpha lives in the abundant frame of mind and is intently followed by betas and pre-alphas. So what we want to do is our goal is to eventually get to a point where we're living in that alpha state of mind. You know, um, and it's, it's, it's a very powerful thing because people tend to follow the alphas. Okay, the alphas, the ones that are confident, the ones that are strong, the ones that really are clear on the way they're, they're moving, the way, the direction that they're going. But let's dive into these a little more. So the beta state of mind, their personal value is low compared to alphas. Now that doesn't mean that they're not, you know, valued as a person, but intense of what they have. I'm talking about what they have to offer to the marketplace. Okay. And so the personal value is low compared to alphas. Like they don't have as much value to add to the marketplace because they haven't necessarily built that up yet. I was very much in a heavy beta state of mind when I first got started in entrepreneurship. Um, I didn't get to a point and I would definitely say I'm alpha in areas, but I'm more, you know, I'm pre-alpha and others and beta and others, but definitely more dominant with the alpha state of mind in a lot of areas. But that didn't come easily. That came from, you know, constantly investing in myself, building up my 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 ideas, who I am, you know, investing in me. But the betas are typically unsure of themselves and they're very timid. We've all been around these people, you know? And the thing is, is people don't like to follow betas. That's just the way it is because they're unsure of themselves. They're kind of, they're not sure the direction they're going. Uh, They're not, they don't really have any, you know, goals that are really driving them or, or pushing them. And, you know, get uncomfortable at the thought of being a leader. So, you know, betas tend to... How they get uncomfortable when they think, well, I don't want to lead anybody. I'm a follower, you know, and uh, I can tell you that if that's the way you think it, you know, you really what you want to do is you want to start to really develop yourself in the idea that you have value to give. Your goal is to find that value, invest in yourself. And over time, you can really become that person of value and begin to move on into the other areas but betas tend to play the blame game and lack personal responsibility. Okay. This was the big one for me when I, when I really figured this out that for me, I used to play the blame game a lot. I used to love blaming everybody else for my lack of success. I love to blame others, um, you know, for why I wasn't uh, getting where I wanted to go. Uh, But boy, I was sure uh, quick to uh, take credit for any successes But I didn't want to take responsibility for any failures. And that is a beta state of mind. Okay. Uh, Betas want to be told what to do so they can just do it. Okay. How often have we said, hey, just tell me what to do and I'll do it? That's actually a beta state of mind. Okay. When you move out of the beta state of mind, what happens is, You begin to take responsibility. You're not sitting around waiting for everybody to tell you what to do. You're diving in. You're trying to learn it yourself. You're being resourceful and things like that. So the pre-alpha state of mind is have a vision to become an alpha. They have a vision to become an alpha. You know, in other words, this is where you grasp the idea that, you know what? I need to improve myself. Okay. Now. Wherever state you're in, even in a beta state of mind, I just want to tell you, you're very valuable as a human, okay? This is not in a way, you know, this is not, what I'm talking about is not to classify people or diminish people. That is bad, that's evil, I would never suggest that. I'm just talking about states of mind, okay? Uh, There are betas that I know, and I love them just the same as I would love an alpha, okay? So that I'm not suggesting that. But what I'm suggesting is that where we are in our mindsets and what's going to attract success to us or bring more success to us based upon how we think, because people are attracted to the way people think. Okay. But pre alphas have that vision to become an alpha. They're willing to discipline themselves like alphas, they push through challenges. Okay. We are smack dab in the middle of a challenge. Okay. Uh, Here we are. And I understand this is in the middle of the day during the week. Some of you are working. Some of you guys are at work right now, literally listening to this. And I applaud you for that. You're pushing through it. Okay. And I love that about you. I love that you're willing to do that. And those who are willing to really push, not just here, but also out in anything that you, you do, that's who's really going to be successful. But pre-alphas, and I guarantee you, you guys on here and those who are listening, you have some pre-alpha state of mind, okay? There's no question about it. But you push through challenges. You take responsibility for your successes and your failures alike, okay? When you step into that pre-alpha state of mind, you now begin to stop blaming others and you realize that the success of your business rests upon you and it rests upon the things that you do and the actions that you take every single day. So you don't look to point the finger. If things aren't going right in my business, I don't point to anybody but me. Okay. I just, I look at that. What can I do? You know, it's between me and God. That's really what it comes down to. So, and that's how I look at it. Okay. So let's talk about the alpha state of mind, not shaken by the opinion of others. Okay. This is huge. And I'll tell you, when you get to this point, when in your mind, when you know that you are not going to be affected by other people's opinions, this is a breakthrough point for you because this will allow you to get out there and do the videos and create the content that's necessary to allow you to have an automated style business. You see, part of the reason people don't do videos Okay, and I'm gonna bring it back to videos. Part of the reason people don't do them is because they're afraid of the opinions of others. Okay, they're afraid that somebody might call me fat or somebody might pick on my unibrow or <laughs> somebody might pick on me because I got a wart on my face or somebody might say I'm ugly or this or that. But I'll tell you what, I learned early on when I started doing videos that you will get haters out there. You will get people that don't likely because, like you because you're willfully putting yourself out there doing something that that person is unwilling to do. So the alpha state of mind is not shaken by the opinion of others. And that's where you want to be with what we're talking about. Because if you are, if you are staying focused on other people's opinions, you are never going to accomplish what you want in your business. You're never going to. And that is going to be a constant hindrance for you. So the sooner that you get over what other people say about you, their opinions of you do not determine your value. Okay. Someone else's opinion of you does not determine your value. That's very important to understand. Alphas radiate confidence in the direction that they travel. You know, um, when they're, you know, they're moving forward There's, there's a swagger in their step because they're, they're just, they're, they're going forward. They know like, this is the direction I need to go. And I'm going through it with everything I got. And when you, when you give off that aura, so to speak in your videos, in your content, in your emails, guess what happens? Things change. Like people really notice that it almost gives off a scent that people can smell even in a video. Like they can see, wow, this guy, this lady, this woman, you know, they, they are, they are confident. And I like that. You see, that's important, but alphas know exactly where to focus their energy and their passion to get the desired result. Okay. So that's what we're talking here. If you're really confident and you're really, really passionate about health and wellness and you're in uh, a health and wellness, guess what? Be passionate about it. Don't be annoyingly passionate. Okay. Don't be annoyingly. There's a balance. You know, you don't want to be so overly enthusiastic that people are like, uh, whoa, (laughs) you know what I mean? You want to be passionate about what you do. Speak about it with passion and, but also be willing, you know, alphas. I, I don't have this on here, but listen to this. An alpha doesn't get emotionally connected to whether somebody buys or they don't even if somebody doesn't buy uh eh, doesn't emotionally affect them even when a person buys it doesn't emotionally affect them they're like great you know awesome next let's move on let's keep going you see what i mean like i learned this early on that you know if you want to get out of this up and down roller coaster effect that um you know you're, you're the emotional roller coaster get into an alpha state of mind don't get overly excited about a sale but don't get Overly uh, disappointed when somebody says no. You see what I mean? Leaders, alpha state of mind tend to be like this. And if you can see my video, it's just a constant, even like they're just they're they they've got it together. Okay, they understand that that uh, how things work. They're confident but humble minded. You know, being an alpha doesn't mean e- being an arrogant prick. Okay, it doesn't mean being an arrogant. You know what? Okay. Confidence and arrogance are two different things. Do you understand? Two very different things. So you don't want to step into the arrogant mindset, because believe me, I've seen people who think they're alphas and they're just a holes. I don't know how else to say it. Okay, and they they think they're being confident, but they're they're really not. They're just jerks. They're cocky. They're they're arrogant. They they think, boy. My my crap don't stink. You know what I mean? But you don't want to do that. You want to be confident, but humble minded. Very important. And alphas conduct business with the utmost of integrity, which in and of itself is super attractive. If you want to be a, a if you want to get in here, make a bunch of money and then be out, do business unethically. Okay, go ahead, do it. You can do it. There's plenty of people that have come into our space, the online marketing world. They've come in, they make a bunch of money and they're out. And they did it with very low levels of integrity. They, they did it without keeping the customer in mind. And I'll tell you what, it's very, very important that if you are going to do this, if you're going to really, really uh, be here for the long haul, you got to do business with integrity, which again, in and of itself is a super attractive quality. Have your customer, they are first and foremost in your mind. You know, yesterday in the VIP implementation lab, well, this is one of the things that we talked about, was always, always having your customer first. Always putting, now, it doesn't mean the customer's always right. I'm going to tell you right that I don't buy into that, okay? But I will tell you this, that you need to put their needs, their wants, their desires ahead of your own. Plain and simple. If you want to have lifelong customers that love you, that are willing to, you know, constantly purchase from you, they love what you do, then make sure you're putting their needs first and think about them. What can you give to them? It's not about you. They don't care whether you make a sale or not. I told this, I'll tell this story real quick, but several years ago, this is about 20 years ago, I went in to go buy a car. I went to go buy a car and, um... I wasn't really 100% sold on this particular car, but boy, the guy at the the, the dealership, boy, he was twisting my arm. He was doing everything he could to get me to buy this car, and uh, we go inside, and we sit down, and he's talking to me, and uh, he says to me, you see that guy sitting over there behind the desk? He's trying to win an all-expenses paid trip to Hawaii based upon his results this month. And if you buy this car, you're going to help him go to Hawaii. <laughs> if you can believe it, this is what he said to me. And I remember looking him in the eye and I was so disgusted. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Like, why do I give a rat's ass whether he goes to uh, to a Hawaii or not? I'm not going to go in debt and buy a car just so he can go to Hawaii. And I got up and I walked out. That was the exact point that I'm making is that people do not care uh, about what you can do for them or what they can do for you. They want to know what you can do for them. And that's, what's important here. When you're creating videos, building out your automated sales machine, like we're going to be talking about, you know, further we go in this tomorrow, we're going to be getting into the, how to build your irresistible offer. Okay. This is going to be great. We're going to talk about how to create a really awesome, uh, offer. Okay. Um, but you have to do it with integrity. And again, people care about themselves when they spend money. It's they, they think about what's in it for them. And that's not wrong. That's not wrong at all. When we decide to purchase something, we buy it based upon the benefit to myself. When I go to the grocery store and I buy food, well, my, my wife does, she goes to the grocery store a lot. I go to, but uh, she's on here. Love you, babe. Always going to give you a little shout out. Um, but, uh, it's important, you know, it's important because I'm not going to purchase something that doesn't have a personal value to me. It's my money. I worked for it and I'm willing to buy. I just want there to be a value and there's nothing wrong with that. Okay. So how do I become an alpha? Increase your value and your self-worth by learning new specialized skills. And you guys are doing that by being a part of this five day automated sales challenge. Okay. Continue to learn, apply, okay? Value equals money. Personal value is key, okay? Value equals money. Now, when I say personal value, what I'm saying is, it's like if I have a box and this box represents, uh, you know, in it like one investment and let's say I have three gold coins in that box. If I take a fourth gold coin and I put it in that box, that whole box or the contents of that box just became more valuable. So when I take more coins, I put a fifth coin, a sixth coin, a seventh coin, all the way up to 10 coins in that box, it has now become more valuable than it was at the beginning. Do you understand? And how to increase your personal value is the exact same way. As you add skills, you learn new specialized skills, you're adding to yourself and your own personal value. You see what I mean? So what happens is, is the more you do this, the more valuable you become, the more you begin to share, the more people can see your value and the more people want to potentially buy from you and be around you. That is attraction marketing. And where a lot of people think and they get it wrong is that attraction marketing is some kind of, you know, technical thing you could do to really, um, you know, attract people to you just by some strategy. No, you learn marketing, but then you learn how to put yourself out there and share the value that you're learning, you continually add to yourself, share that value, put that value in, share it, you put it out there and the more you learn and the more you keep getting better and better, the more people look at you and they go, "Wow, this person really knows what they t- they're talking about." You've been listening to the Fearless Influencer podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider giving it a positive review on iTunes or wherever you are listening. If you want more tips, tricks, and strategies to help you become a fearless influencer, be sure to visit my blog at markharbert.com and let's be sure to connect. Thanks for listening and we'll see you in the next episode.